For the gods of this world have blinded the eyes of many, that they might not see the light of the gospel of Christ. But verily, verily, I say unto you, the light is come amongst men. This is the light. Hi, I'm Favor, and this is the God Pod, where we share real-life story of people's personal work in faith, their questions, doubts, highs and lows, and the goodness of God is unraveled one story at a time. I became addicted to pornography. Addict. Okay, so you know now that I'm a cultist. Uh, sometimes I turn up for me, it is drunk. First of all, I was not a Christian, obviously. Um, I actually grew up in a Muslim family. I was raised a Muslim. I came from a Muslim home. Finding motivation to keep going. Get answers to questions you never even thought to ask. Realize your capacity and ability in Christ to do more, be more, as everyone in this space is just like you. Loved by God, redeemable, and saved by grace. Do well to subscribe to this podcast and please do not miss an episode. God bless you. people of God, welcome back to another epic episode of The God Pod. And today, I'm really, really excited because we have a special someone in the house. Personally, when I think of her, I think of a light. I don't know why, I just think of a light, a bright light. Anyway, we'll be having, she'll be sharing her story with us today. Yeah, she is a Christian blogger. I'm going to drop the details of her blog at the end of this podcast, so please do check it out. She loves food, and generally, she's a bubbly soul. Join me as we welcome to the show or podcast, Christabel Namdi. Welcome, Christabel. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually excited to be doing this, you know, like, I feel so good. I'm itching to hear your tongue story, Christabel. Oh, <laughs> my tongue story is actually not extraordinary, but I'm glad because it's something I can trace, like, the growth and the steps. So, I don't know, I'm happy sharing it. All right, go ahead, Christabel. Okay, so... It was in 2017, yes. So my fellowship in school, the Redeem Campus Fellowship, we were going for this. I was in the choir then. So we were going for this ministration at this Akami Ibiyan Polytechnic in Wana. So, you know now, before the ministration, that last rehearsal night and all, but the rehearsals ended slightly late. So we were in a rush to just pray and everyone would go and prepare for the trip the next day. So while we were worshipping, the worship song wasn't even that deep. You know, like, there are some worship songs you just know that, oh, this song, the moment you hear it, you know that you're just going to... And for yeah. a while, I had started praying, okay, I started praying for 
the gift of the Holy Spirit and all my expectations were high. I had started reading books on how to prepare your spirit man to welcome the Holy Spirit when he bestows that gift on you. I felt I was ready, but it wasn't coming. So I was just like, I just, I, I didn't really put my mind to it again. So that day, as everybody was singing, I know now Corey starts lovely worship. I yeah. just crying. I was screaming. And I broke out in tongues. At first, I held myself back. I was like, say what? But mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, it can't be happening so quickly. And so I had expected it to be like a planned work. But I think God doesn't work with planned scenarios. And yeah, I, yeah. I tried to worship with this song. And I found myself speaking in tongues again. And I was like, okay. We all worship that night. And most of us even lost our voices. So... By the time we even went for the administration, it wasn't as ginger, like, sorry, it wasn't as amazing as we hoped it would be based on the rehearsal. But somehow we still did well. I think we came second place. So after that, I would try to worship and pray personally. And I wasn't able to speak in tongues again. So I started asking the Holy Spirit questions like, was it just that the gift was like a one-time thing? Or what did I do that made it like come that one time? So during the holiday, before my third year, I was alone in my room one day. My siblings were in the parlor watching TV. This South African song, um, let me remember the title. Yes, Kuli Kojana. Kuliko jana, esuni pende, leo kuliko jana. So I was like, this song is really nice. Let me check out the Kozi Zulu or something like that. So I said, I want to check out the English translation of the song. So I checked out and the translation of the song is, your love is more Jesus, your love is more, more than yesterday. I was like, this is such a beautiful song, you know. So I started singing it. I started singing the song more intentionally and I just noticed that I wasn't singing the song again. I was singing something else. And I was like, this is not Zulu. These are not the lyrics. So I tried to come down and I was like, oh, wow. I'm singing in tongue, singing in the Holy Ghost. And in that moment, like I think I even knelt down and I just worshipped God. I felt so blessed. My spirit felt so lifted. And from then, I just started to you know i would pray and try to speak in tongues but you just know sometimes when you're in the spirit and when you are hoping to be in the spirit so it was like that off and on 2018 after my third year during my it period i had another experience I was reading a book and you know when you're reading all these amazing Christian books and you see one line that really ministers to your spirit and you're like, preach, word, word, and all of that. And you just probably pick a prayer point from that line and start praying and all of that. And and I was like, God, how come this is not happening to me regularly? Because I see so many people, as you just say in Jesus' name, they are, they are God, like they are in tongues yes. So, like, why is my case different? But I just felt, I and I kept reading scriptures on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I was, I was like, well, maybe God is just taking his time and all of that. And so I won't stress myself. 
that 2018, I ended up fighting the biggest battle of my life. I, I think that was the year that there was strike to like February of 2019. So my sickness basically started in school. The start the week before inception quiz on a Saturday, I wanted to read, but I was like, I just have a slight headache. So I wanted to relax. And when I wake up in the night or in the morning, I would read. I woke up with fever and I was really ill. My friend, I had to call my friend, she took me to the clinic and you know how, I don't know, my school, the clinic is some type of way. So I didn't really get the healthcare I was hoping I would. I had to use my money, get drugs at all. Long story short, I spent a whole one week in the clinic constantly on drip and drugs and I wasn't doing better. So on Friday, I decided to just stay in my hostel and all of a sudden, it was like I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. Like, I have never felt as if I was going to die before. And with my last strength, I just picked up my phone. I called my mom. I told her that I think I'm dying. And my parent, my mom was scared. She told me that I had my dad. They started looking for how to get the next available flight to Enugu so that they could come to school and get me. And so many things, but... Time wasn't on their side, so they decided to send a family friend from Enugu. They chartered the vehicle to come and pick me. So they took me to this hospital in Enugu, Niger Foundation. I was there for a whole week, and it was disastrous. Like, I once I'm not heavily sedated, I was on almost seven sedatives. I would just keep screaming in my head. I've never had that type of headache before. My neck, the amount of weight I lost in how many days was terrific. And I couldn't cope. My mom said it breaks her heart. My parents were not happy that I was just there dying and they couldn't even see me. So they booked a flight for me to come back to Abuja. And my mom said we would stop all drugs. We would stop everything. And to sleep, because we had stopped every sedative, I couldn't sleep. I would just scream and complain of disastrous headaches. So my parents were basically lodged in my room constantly leaning down and praying in the Holy Ghost so that I could get, even if it's five minutes of rest, it was horrible. It was disastrous. We had gone to, we started going from hospital to hospital, MRI after MRI, CT scan after CT scan, so many things. Her brain is normal. There's nothing happening. She's fine. She's okay. Why is she complaining? And I was dying slowly. I woke up one morning and because I was so weak, my mom was helping me out to take a bath. And I told her, mommy, I don't think I can see you. I can hear you, but I can't see you. And it actually don't tell me that, girl, you've lost your sight. You can't see. You're blind. I was like, wow, okay. And slowly, I couldn't talk. Then I couldn't move. It was, mm. it was getting bad. I would hear my parents praying and crying and pastors, like everyone was just so concerned. But my parents are really these people who have built their faith so much that even amidst that trial, they just didn't allow anyone to just come and lay hands and all. Like they just, just a few close family friends, one or two pastors, and they just believed God, you know, that a miracle would happen. And someone now referred us to, Guaglada Specialist Hospital, so I could start seeing a neurologist there. They had done everything they could. And finally, they decided to narrow it down to the fact that they felt my brain was swelling 
and the swelling in the brain was presenting itself with signs and symptoms of brain cancer or a brain tumor or something like that. And every day I watched myself not being able to move, not being able to talk, not being able to see. And in my spirit, I even had this really bad dream that I saw myself somewhere in my school with people holding their phones and they were posting my pictures on their WhatsApp and they were like, RIP. And I was like, hello, I'm here. Why are you, why are you guys posting my picture and saying RIP? And they're like, hey, yeah, Christopher is such a nice person. And I was trying to scream, God forbid, and it was a really bad dream. And imagine having that kind of bad dream and you can't open your eyes and you can't talk to tell anyone. I was dying inside. It was bad. So despite the medications are all, I wasn't getting better. So my parents told this uh, pastor family friend, he's been our pastor for a couple of years. So they brought me in for, we okay, we had fasted. My parents had fasted with him for three days. So on the third day, they brought me to the church for a midnight prayer. So during the prayers, twice during the prayers, I saw myself about to lie down in a coffin, but something mm. propel me to sit up. So I would sit up and like twice it happened. Then when the prayers got really heated, I was about to lie down finally. Like I could even feel weak physically. And then I just saw like this large hand. And just, you know, when people tell all these stories before then, I used to be like, uh-uh, why are you always exaggerating all these things? So hand for no, will just come and rescue you. And like, <laughs> I had this, you know, they were sending Christian stories or testimonies that they couldn't minister to me. I couldn't relate. But then yeah. like, just wrapped me up. And I stepped out of that coffin and I stood the moment my feet touched the floor, I opened my eyes and I started seeing that like at that moment. And that was when my parents knew that deliverance had taken place. So it was, and from that time, I've always been a child of God, but that was like a defining moment in my Christian life. What kind of you did you prepare me for so many challenges I got to face in 2019 and all? All of a sudden, drugs started working. Things that were not working before started working and I started healing. When people tell me in school, you know the way Nigerians, we grease people, we wait. Mr. Bill, you have added weight. And I'm like, oh, you don't know what I survived, sweetie. And it just, God basically brought me back to life. So every time I started spending more time in the presence of God, and that's what I want to like narrow down this whole spiritual journey to. Because I started spending more time in the presence of God, I noticed that the tongues became more frequent to the point where I could just say, in Jesus' name, and I blast in tongues. Then I noticed that it also has to do with what I filled my spirit with. If I'm listening to Theophilus Sunday, if I'm listening to Lawrence Oyo, if I'm listening to Tasha Cobbs, there are certain people that their music so much impact on me. And I would constantly find myself worshipping with their songs and God would, like, I would be able to commune with God by virtue of worshipping. It was, it was amazing. And... I, I thank God for the kind of people I know, the kind of friends I have. My friend Teresa, for example, very instrumental. My mom, 
biggest support system. They kept encouraging me. My mom too kept telling me of her own spiritual journey, the tongues, and just how I could remain in the presence of God. And I noticed that it became a more frequent thing. Then fast forward to this year. I was living in Calabar initially, but I relocated to Lokoja. It's funny, like living a more developed city, or as so people would say, to like a different place. So I was in my room one day, and I had this Theophilus Sunday song playing. And as it was playing, I, I was singing. And then that thing that happened to me like a while back where I was singing and I started singing in tongues, it just came again. And just with the tune of what he was singing. And as if you know God, God is wise. Funny enough, that song was on repeat till I finished praying. But when I checked my phone, I realized that the song wasn't on repeat. It was just supposed to play once and move to other ones. But you like, see how the spirit works. God, like, probably kept replaying that song. I could back that moment. Like, it's amazing, really. Like, the little things. So I kept singing and I was like, wow. And I noticed that from that time on, when I just want to be in worship and I close my eyes, it could be anything. And from that point till now, I have, like, almost three songs I've written. And it's just a tune, really. I just, like, have a tune in my head. But I just keep singing in the Holy Ghost. And it now became a different, like, it's defined my work with God. I could want to pray. My heart is so heavy. And I just sit down. And for two hours, I'm singing in the Holy Ghost. And that's really it. And this burden, the burden that was there before I started just lifted. And it has helped me a lot. Sometimes I would want to take certain choices and I close my eyes and I find myself praying the Holy Ghost. And while I'm praying, I would get laid in my heart that, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. So it just, it has really been amazing for me. And I just want to thank God for finding me worthy to bestow his presence and the spirit of me. Because the Holy Spirit, I feel the Holy Spirit is this person that doesn't force relationships He's not the friend to come and beg to be your friend. You have to also indicate interest, like, hi, Holy Spirit, I also want to be your friend. And oh, because if God wanted, if he wanted to force himself on everybody from the onset, he would have poured out his spirit on everybody. But he looks for people who are ready, people he can work with, people who, when you guys have a relationship, even when there's a strain in communication, even when there's a break, you guys are still able to reconcile. You guys have gotten to a level of maturity in your work, in your friendship, that maybe if you fall short at any point in time, you're just able to go back and reconcile. And it has helped me a lot. Then I also started reading up books, like, for example, a Benihim book I read, Good Morning Holy Spirit. After reading that book, it's further helped and strengthened my journey it has been wonderful really i just want to bless god for all his kindness and his mercy upon my life and someone a friend i was praying with her and i started speaking in tongues then i started singing and she said i've never had anyone do that i said well the holy spirit is dynamic so i don't know if that's how he works with other people but that's how we roll here so and she sent me a message at that time and she said, Christopher, I want you to pray with me. But I don't want you to pray with me like in prayers. I want you to sing like the last time. 
And I said, okay, let's just pray that when I call you later on, we'll be able to. So before I called her, I said, Holy Spirit, please, these gifts are not just to edify myself. It's also to bless her life. If she believes that by hearing from you through singing, by a communion in tongues through singing, her soul will be blessed, her spirits will be lifted. Please, as I call her, let your spirits empower me and just take over, really. Not me. Let it not be me. Let it be you. And I called her. She said in Jesus' name, I started singing this song from Theophilus Sunday. He, I think the song says, My life is yeah, your spirit, you rule over. And there's the part that is in house Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So, like, it was that part I started with, and it was amazing. It was awesome, and God has been good. So I'm just <laughs> grateful. And I just hope that my journey and how far the Holy Spirit has worked with me, how far God and Jesus have brought me, like is going to be able to inspire other people and all of that. And God doesn't like to walk with you uh, in ways you expect. I feel like God is this person who doesn't like to be so easily predicted. He doesn't like to be put in a box. So sometimes when you have made up your mind as, ah, this is the one that will click. Ah, ah, this is the prayer meeting that, in fact, when they hear me, Karabosh, it will be. He's like, mm, I don't think it should be today, though. And it, it might not end up being that one, but it might just be that silent prayer. You just kneel down to pray in the office or in school, or you just stay by the corner of your bed and it becomes something and sometimes you don't even know maybe your lodgemates or the people around you are listening and they just get blessed their spirits are blessed and well god is faithful so thank you so much people for this opportunity yes. a pretty no i'm to not share. crying it's not tears i'm not crying it's on your not crying. <laughs> oh my god Oh God, I am I am lost for words. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Guys, God, see, I don't know what you're doing. Jesus is it. Oh God. Oh God. I am completely like I literally have to pick my jaw off the floor. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know what else to say, guys. I really do not know what else to say. But I believe you have been blessed by this podcast. And if you have not yet tapped into um, the gift of tongues, honestly, don't let the devil take advantage of you. There is so much, I repeat, so, so much that the gift of tongues can do for you. Uh, Christopher, can you tell us a little about your blog? Okay, my Christopher. Okay, my Christian the name of the blog is Lumier Didio. And I don't speak French. And I, I've, okay, I like the language too. But when just came that, like, Christabel, you need to start a Christian blog. There must be something you're doing for Jesus. How can you be writing all these books and all these stories and poems? And everybody's like, Christabel, you're such a great writer. And there's no way your channel limits for the kingdom. So I tried to convert my old blog to the Christian blog, but it was proving a bit difficult. So I just opened the new site altogether. And I wanted to name it something. I wanted it to have a unique name. 
So I was like, light of gold. I was like, mm, sounds too plain. So I said, I, I, I now Googled for the meaning of light of God in French. And I was like, look at the deal. And I was like, ooh, fancy. So <laughs> I said, look at the deal, it shall be. And I prayed. And I was like, Lumiere. Lumiere is, is, you know when you say light, eh? Light just sounds bad, drab, but you're like, Lumiere. He has this, you know, French has this really nice thing about it. So I prayed. I said, God, I'm not just looking for a fancy name. I want something that will actually bless people. I don't want to run out of content. I want to always have, like, things that would edify people. I want people to read my blog and break down and just worship you and be drawn to you. So I started off, I have a few posts on the blog, but I just hope God would continue to help me. But so far, I feel like the one post that has really reached out to so many people was when I posted selected melodies to worship a faithful God or something like that. I just wrote out a lot of worship songs and Christian songs, you know, that a lot of people don't know, or maybe you just hear the song in church, but you don't know who sang it, and you can't download it and listen to it at your own free will. So a lot of friends called in Christabel, oh my God, the songs on your blog, I've been using them to pray, and oh, God is so kind. And I'm like, yes, um, I'm so grateful. God is doing a wonderful work. So many people have shared, you know, and a strange number chatted me up to say a friend gave him the link to that particular blog post. And one of the songs there, he felt like God was using that. He checks the whole, like the list of song statistics and there's a particular title that caught his eye. And when he listened to the song, it was like God was speaking to his situation. It was like the minister of that song was going through what he was going through. And it was just, so I thank God. God has been doing a wonderful work so far. So I don't know. I would probably just, it didn't, it's Lumia Didio basically. So if you just check on Google, I don't know if you'd find it though, but I'd like it's available. I can probably give it to you to share to people. And yeah, we'll do it. that. Thank you so thank much, you. Christabel. Thank you so, so, so much. Okay, people of God, we have come to the end of today's episode. If you would like to reach out to Christabel, she's on IG at Christabel Namdi. And the Christabel is a Christabel with a K, please. The only Christabel with a K on the streets of IG. <laughs> yes and if you would like to send in your salvation story tongue talk or any other god experience you might have had we're on ig at the god pod that is d underscore god underscore pod or you can just go ahead to send me a quick mail at dkfavor95 at gmail.com before i leave you i wanted to do a quick shout out to Samiti of the most high okay Samiti is basically my sound tech guy if you listen to the intro and he caught your eyes or your ears that was Samiti he's basically your go-to sound tech mixer whatever honestly producer so you can just quickly reach out to Samiti I'm recommending him to you 
someone told me sammy t can't fix anything and i am a living witness honestly you can reach out to him at sammy t on ig that's just it sammy t okay and until i come your way next time i remain dk favor and this is me signing out bye guys stay blessed